Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so welcome to Stat Rats. This is episode 11 now, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, we made it. Um, this is the podcast for intense discussions on meaningless questions. Uh, my name is Jacob. I am joined, as always, by my brother, Ethan. Ethan, say hi. Hey, what's up? And my friend, David. David, say hi. What's up? Um, cool. So um, I have with me we're gonna just jump right into it again okay um i have a question submitted by loyal listener tom um and he i honestly we might start to give him some kind of production credit at at this stage um vice president co-producer something like that yeah yeah um maybe like director a creative director or something yeah we need to get his voice on too we may i'm gonna have to look into how we're gonna skype him in or something you should get him to like pre-record like a welcome to stat rats thing and we'll just play that every single time oh or maybe he can send like a voice note in of the question and yeah can ask it and we can like play that yeah i would like some voice submissions we can do like a google voice number yeah exactly um anyway so the one he submitted this week is a another three-way question so we have three stats we're gonna Ooh. be weighing out i actually only looked at this for the most part today like looked through it um so let's just dive right in. So this is the first two questions. Are, well, first two numbers are like weight in pounds, and the last one is calories. Um, so which you know rank these numbers? Which one you think is highest? Um, the total weight lifted during the twenty nineteen NFL Combine bench press portion. Okay. Um, the average daily cheese consumption in the entire U.S. in pounds in tw- in twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. Okay. Daily. <laughs> Daily, yeah. Daily cheese. And the number of calories burnt while climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> okay. Uh, gut reaction is calories. Calories. I have no idea. I can. So he gave us. Oh my God, Tom is so great. He sent me a Word <laughs> document. It's bro- it has like sources are cited, um, and he also gave me like helpful numbers. So, well, do we know how many people? Okay, so for the calories one, um. The length of the trip, this is kind of averaged out because um, it'll depend on the route, the person, whatever. But um, the average length of the trip seems to be about nine weeks. Nine weeks, Jesus. To climb Everest. Um, you're climbing like 1,100 meters. Oh, sorry, 11,000 feet. Um, 3,400 meters. Oh, he also gave us the calories burned by a 180 pound individual on a stairmaster over a one hour <laughs> interval. Do we know what that number is kind of close to? I mean, um, I don't really know how many calories I burn at all. I could guess. I want to guess. Okay. Um, I would guess that it's close to over an hour long period, close to maybe like nine, six hundred, seven hundred calories. David, I have no idea. It's like it's like five hundred calories. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, and you're also carrying about like um thirty pounds of weight with you when you're climbing Everest. Jeez. Okay, so I put assuming ten thousand calories. That's six hundred. Uh, ten thousand calories a day. It's six hundred and thirty thousand calories. But do you think it's ten thousand calories a day? I mean, it that's seems like you're probably burning more than just on a stairmaster for an hour, right? But like, I mean, you eat like you're recommended to eat like two thousand calories a day. So you're probably burning like close to that range, right? Like for a regular person for a day. But, like, like, this whole time, you're just climbing Mount Everest. But, like, 10,000 a day, dude. That's I mean, I think it's a high estimate, but I think that that's... Okay. Okay, Okay, so you're you're, you're pegging your number around 600K? Yeah, I would would say under 630 
630,000. So I'd go like, yeah, like 600, 550, something like that. Okay. Okay. 600,000 calories. Ethan, what do you feel on calories? Um, I guess, I mean, if that's 10, if that's 10,000 calories, I would like half that. So I would say closer to like 3,000 calories. Or, oh, yeah, sorry, uh, 300,000 calories. Yeah, 300,000 calories. Um, he also worked this out by looking at the average daily metabolic rate, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, That's some Caltech shit right there. Do, yeah, we know how many people, do we know how many people are at the combine? Yes. Oh, so great question. this year, um, 257 people, individ- uh, individuals participated in the bench press event. It's 225 pounds. Wait, how many people do you say? 257. 257. 257, okay. Um, um, yeah. So 257 people. And how much are people bench pressing? They're bench pressing 225 pounds. So they can do as many reps. So it's like as many reps at 225 as you can. That's what that's, it is? That's what it is. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So like, and you do as many as you can. So it's not like, oh, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. So like quarterbacks will do like maybe one. And then like these massive defensive linemen who are like 6'8", 240. And yeah. you're like, okay, that guy can do like 20. He'll do like 20 of them. That's like a high-end number. I feel like that's a high-end number. Wow, do you want to know the average weight of the participants of the event? <laughs> I don't think yes. that would get... That would give I us... love that he has this number. <laughs> the, average, the average person that participated in the bench press is 245 pounds. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They're all big guys. Big guys. Large individual. Yeah. Bigger than me. <laughs> Say that much. Um, but still, like, assuming 10 reps. Oh, 10 reps puts it at 578,000. 10 reps on average per person. Yeah, yeah. Is what I'm putting in. Which I feel like is high. I think it's lower than that. Yeah, I think you're right as well. I think this is this. I would. Either the NFL, they ain't that strong. Maybe let's put them on like 400,000. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then cheese. So wait, so what's your numbers for the the combine? The total weight of everything, like of all the reps and everything. How I'll much the weight f- is pushed? 500,000. Yeah, 500,000? I'm, I'm saying 400,000. Okay. Yeah. And then cheese. The most, I think. It's got to be cheese. a lot of cheese. I think Americans' love for cheese is so, almost like a patriotic. I was talking about this yesterday. It's it's like patriotic. It's a part of like the American ethos. I like eat a lot of cheese. Like I, the, put, a lot of cheese I put so much US. cheese on everything. Cheese is, I think, yeah, it's got to be one of the most, like, like we were talking about hot dogs. Not yeah. everyone eats hot dogs. Everyone eats cheese. Everyone eats cheese and pretty much. And on a much more frequent basis. People like, who are like, on a much more frequent basis, <laughs> yeah. for sure. On all types of food, because it's yeah. not, you eat it on Mexican so, food, you eat it on Italian food, you eat it with, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a million food, pounds, food. but I kind of want to say a million pounds. A um, million pounds. Per day. Per day. Um, so he, he told us, the types of cheese that he considered it's basically everything that does not process so not velveta not but like velveta. all the other types are, are, are there imported cheeses from cows imported cheeses not from cows what about like cheese whiz um so that processed. would be processed so. <laughs> that's not natural it's not natural. no that's not uh, imported cheese from cows um it's got to be i'm going like 600 th- i think it's all in this no i think it's like how many, well, how many Americans, 300 million Americans, how much does the average American eat per day of cheese? He, he, he also said um, 15 I mean, to 30% of the U.S. population is lactose intolerant. I don't even think that matters because people who are lactose intolerant uh, still eat cheese a lot of times. Oh, yeah, I know. I know a I, lot of people who do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel sure. like the cheese number is way larger than the other numbers. Yes. I don't know if that's I, accurate, but I agree with that. I would go cheese, calories, uh, and then... 
uh, combine. Cheese calories combine. Ethan, are you thinking the same? No, you were thinking cheese combine calories. Okay, let me just make sure that I have the the right. Uh... Okay, yeah. So, do we ready for the answers? Yes. Let's wait. Do so, it. wait. What did you guess on cheese for the actual number? I don't think we guessed a number. I, I I'm sticking with a million. I feel like a million pounds is a lot, but. A million pounds. That well, like that each... means like in in a year, the U.S. population eats like. 365 million pounds of, of cheese. Yeah, wait, the question was... I don't necessarily disagree with that I, measurement. Yeah, very possible. In one, in one day. Think about how many hot dogs I'd eat, just saying. There's a... Okay, how much... 300 million people, how much cheese are you eating a day? This is like a disgusting stat, honestly. I feel like it's a way more than a million. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's easily. cheese in a landslide. Yeah. I, Unless we're go way off on the numbers. <laughs> All right, do we do we want the numbers? Eh? Yeah, let's ready to go. Okay, so y'all were both wrong in your rankings. Um, well, no, 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 Ethan, you were right in your ranking actually. I am. Okay. Yeah. So cheese did win by a huge. By a huge yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna huge go range. from I'm gonna go from the bottom up here. So, um, calories burned while climbing Mount Everest is about it's just over two hundred thousand calories. Okay. So, so you guys were overestimating, over. but yes. like not too ridiculous in the ranges yeah yeah um i mean <laughs> considering <laughs> yeah. some of the other ranges we're about to hit um so there were four sorry five thousand and sixty nine total reps in the combine this year which came out to like 1.14 um mm-hmm. million pounds. so it was closer to 20 reps per person yeah something wow like that. that's insane yeah never mind guys the nfl is strong yeah take that back he said <laughs> take yeah. it back <laughs> Um, so the <laughs> 38 pounds of cheese per capita per year multiplied by 327 million people is 34 million pounds of cheese per day. Okay. 34 million pounds. So, but it's, that means it's 38 pounds of cheese per capita. That's just... Wait, what? The average person in the US is eating 38 pounds of cheese. It's because it ends up in all this processed shit like that's used. So I don't think it's necessarily like right, I mean, it's not like thirty-eight or like pounds produce. of like shredded cheese. But. <laughs> he did give us the weight of a shredded cheese of a bag of shredded cheese, though, which then was what just is eight ounces. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, people eat a shit ton of fucking cheese in this country, which we knew, but we were actually. Yeah, I, I mean, also this I think was actually a number that I also had in a spreadsheet. I just never knew what to match it up against. <laughs> I feel like some of the. Some of the questions we have where it's like, oh, all of America eats this much. It's going to be a massive number. Like, yeah, it's a lot of people Americans eat a lot, of, a lot of shit. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of cheese. It's a lot of cheese. How many uh, swimming Olympic size swimming pools would the cheese fit? God. Oh, that's right a re- that's a good question. Let's get Tom um, on it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we, we uh, circle back to that next week. Because, um, I mean, that's pretty closely related because it's like the cows are producing the milk right that, the cows right? are so, producing the milk and it was it's a lot of swimming pools and milk it was like 30 something right yeah it's like 37 olympic pool yeah like 34 37 i thought it was you fit cow it was like one thirty seventh. you need 37 cows yeah something like over that. the entire lifetime to fill a swimming oh, pool that's, that's what, what it was, was. Okay, yeah that's what it was <laughs> something like that <laughs> I think it was even more than that, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, sure. I this is a snippet on the Instagram, so we can take a look. Anyway, yeah. uh, we'll be back in a bit. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure she'll be. They want to figure out food, and they were calling me, and I was like, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> I would grab food after. I don't know what you're trying to do, but anyway, 
Um, okay, we're back. Um, we ca- we have a, a, a what did this shit cost from Ethan this <laughs> oh, week. Oh, what did this shit cost? Um, yeah, we really need to get a jingle down for that. Yeah. Um, I also don't know. We were talking about maybe trying to get uh, an interesting voice on to do that that uh, oh, intro. Yes. Just, there's so many people we can hire. Yeah, we were like, maybe we get Riff Raff we to got, do it. We got overloaded with our options. I don't know if we can use those things for like our own like me- media distribution, though. That's TBD. I haven't really looked at their terms of service. Yeah, I'm sure we can figure it out. I'm sure we can figure it out. But I feel like they might want us to pay more. Riff I think Riff Raff is all about the art. Just I think we should just, just find him on the talent. street. We should find him on the street and ask him to do it. <laughs> What did this shit cost? Okay, so uh, if you're not familiar um, with this segment, because we've done it twice now, maybe? I think twice, yeah. Um, basically, Ethan's going to, or has found something, like an appliance or device from long ago, and he's just going to ask us how much this shit cost. Go. Um, so this week is a little bit different. I didn't get an appliance. Okay. The, what I got this week was um, how much, so when do you think the first commercial scheduled flight ever was, and how much did that cost? Like, when was it? Where was it from? Like, any of these questions. I have all the answers Ooh, to. Okay. <laughs> like, the first time anyone paid someone to fly in a plane? Yeah, this is, it's, it says on Wikipedia, the first scheduled commercial airline flight. The first time someone, like, bought a Delta Airlines plane ticket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not necessarily Delta. Well, when were yeah. planes invented? That's a uh, the Wright brothers. baseline question. Yeah, the Wright Brothers was North what? Carolina. Yeah, they were like, North Carolina. Like, Knew that. 1906 or yes, something? Yes, it was like early that. 1900s. Okay. But then, like, commercial flights weren't a thing, I don't think, until, like, after World War II, right? No, it's got to be before that. Commercial flights? I mean, small commercial operate. Like, I don't think it was... It, like, all... Op- yeah, I It wasn't, right. like, American Airlines is flying everywhere, so, but, yeah, like... So, we, it, have it, our, it so we have our range. It's somewhere between 1906 and 1930. I think it's, like... I think it's, like, in... Were they flying in, like, Gatsby times? <laughs> Could they have like bought a plane ticket? I feel like when you were was mostly Gatsby's trained. Twenties, yeah, yeah. So I have the dates. I'm, I'm, I think that it's. I don't think it's before like 1930. I think it's. I'm gonna go 1925. 1925. So it's way earlier than that. It was January 1st, 1914. We're Ooh. not thinking about capitalism, dude. Yeah, yeah we're really under. Like once, once they figured out we could fly, they were like, "Shit, let's do Sell this." It. Okay. Uh... <laughs> So it was probably from like. So okay, wait, do you want to guess how long the flight was? Probably like thirty minutes. Yeah, to be yeah, like, I think it's under an hour. Like Boston and New York. So it That's, was. Yeah. It was all in one state. It all happened in the glorious state of Florida. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, was it ja- Jacksonville to Miami or something like that? It was Cape Canaveral. Just <laughs> it was Saint Petersburg to Tampa. Twenty-three minute flight. Twenty-three minute flight. Interesting, <sighs> that it was like that. Seems anyway. Uh, I feel like the ticket had to be like. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Three hundred and fifty dollars. That's your guess. That's my guess. Okay. That seems high to me, it's but high. it's also probably like one of the most expensive. It's is it like how people buy like half a million dollar tickets to go to space now, like oh two hundred thousand dollar tickets to go to space with Virgin now? This like this is actually very interesting. So it says that um this flight was basically the first flight was like one price that was like a lot more expensive, and then. Um, after that first flight, they operated for four months, and they basically 
uh had a lot of a cheaper price than like everyone else bought just oh, so there was like ticket. the first one it's and like then... more expensive than like their operating price i guess this is so tough because i'm like how much did like a car cost and i feel like it's like that but we we went how over this how much did a car cost we went through this it was like 850 dollars like, I think I I th- I think you might be right going on the high end. Then I feel like it could be like five hundred dollars, something like that. I might go higher than you. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's your guess. Five hundred. You said what? Three fifty. Three fifty. So you guys are actually like incredibly close. It was four hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What was the What was the operating price after that? Crazy. So get this, right? So this flight was that's originally. Ch- yeah. It was so the the passenger on the on the pl- on the flight was the former mayor of Saint Petersburg who paid $400 for the privilege of sitting on a wooden bench in an open cockpit. Jesus like one Christ. Of the okay, <laughs> nice. Then it says the airline operated for four, for about four months, carrying more than 1,200 passengers, who each paid $5. Steal wow. of a deal. So Because I, I thought like <laughs> lower operating costs, like probably like 50 bucks a ticket, not five. five. Bucks, Holy dude. shit. Um... I know statistically now, like, airline prices are the cheapest now than they've, like, ever been if you account for, like, inflation Inflation, and stuff. right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jeez. So, inflation must have hit us hard since 1914. Well, how much How much is $5 from 1914 now? I I don't know. How much is $400 from 1914 now? Yeah, I'm checking right now. We need now. to get an app specifically for that, actually. That would be very helpful for this. Maybe we develop that. Maybe there's, that's there the are next like websites plan. to do this, so I'm doing it right now. I know, but we want. I want to have an app. We need to just have a stat rats uh, app. It would be one hundred and twenty-eight dollars in 2019. For what the five, five dollars is one hundred and twenty-eight dollars. So yeah, I mean, a plane ticket from you Saint Petersburg to Tampa probably costs around that. Honestly, isn't it crazy? You can maybe get the short flights. I feel like it's shorter than that. It's yeah, you can that. get it cheaper, but you don't really get flights under like a hundred dollars, really, right? Like. Um, and if you do, it's like with spirit, and it doesn't count any bags, and right. like you need to f- kill someone to get in your seat. <laughs> yeah, like the usual shit with them. No, under a hundred dollar flights are tough. Uh, in or out? Have you ever flown with Spirit or any airline where you didn't have a seat assigned? Spirit is I. I that's have, that's what Spirit's I, thing is, right? Yes, it's they're yeah. the worst. They, they I just have never me the absolute worst. I've never done Spirit. I did fly uh, Norwegian Air, which was like no checked bags, and they try to like limit the weight of the bags that you can even bring on board so that was a whole thing uh from and then where? that was a flight that was flying to europe so it was from here to london and then back from paris we ended up instead of going paris to boston we ended up going paris to new york and then taking like delta the next morning it was a whole disaster oh, okay absolutely miserable time uh and then also i flew southwest once where they do the thing where you're given it's uh first come first serve for seating you're given like a boarding number and then they like board you in order and you get to pick whichever seat you want oh and holy shit it is such a shit show and it doesn't make any sense because it's like why not just have people select beforehand they said they like line you up at the gate and then they start calling like okay boarding one boarding two and you just like go up in order Ready, set, like go. Hand your ticket, I... and then you just walk in, and you get to pick whatever seat you want. So, so is it like if you're late, like all of the like aisles and windows are like taken? Yeah. So you so like, like walk middles. in, and it's like yeah, you can walk in with like if you're a family of four and you booked that, and you can walk in and end up with like four middle seats randomly dispersed throughout the plane. Jeez, that's tough. Yeah. I always wait till like the end of the the boarding groups because I'm just like, I already know which seat I am. Like everyone's standing up trying to like rush on the plane, like. Unless I have 
a huge amount of things to put in overhead space, which I almost never do. It's like, why, why are we trying to fight to get in when it's assigned seating, guys? I'm a big get in early guy. Really? But I have I have the American Airlines credit card, which allows oh. me to board before most people. So I'm literally like one of the first people on the plane. So I get to put my bag wherever, like get in there, and I'm not like standing around. Waiting. Oh, I'm always like boarding group I just e like or, <laughs> or five or whatever the lowest one is. Throw the headphones in, put on some Netflix, and then like the next thing we know, we're just taking off. And I'm like, I haven't cared about any of the I guess clients. if I was in an earlier group... I would yeah. maybe feel yeah. a little bit more, but I'm all most all this priority back. boarding. I mean, what's even worse is when you when you land and everybody stands up. Yeah, that like, like where are you going? <laughs> I know that frustrates me to no end, especially when like I'm in the aisle or something and people are trying to get up. Right, like in, in my row to like, be like, oh yeah. I'm like, you're gonna have to wait even They're, longer. Like they this. have not opened the door yet. Nobody's going anywhere. Big waste of time. Yeah. Um, I did fly with Tiger Air. Tiger? Uh, tiger. Like tiger. the animal. <laughs> from uh, Tiger is what I thought you said. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Um, from, uh, it's actually Tiger's new airline. Yeah, yeah. He's opening I up. mean, maybe. He I would should actually that. do that, yeah. I'll hit him up. Um, no, this was from somewhere in Australia to somewhere else, like up to the reef or something. Oh, yes. Um, And it's one of those like budget airlines, so no check bags. I like flew everything in... Um you know, carry on hand luggage, right? hand luggage, but the, they were so strict. Like all of the hand luggage had to fit in the certain space and it had to like weigh a certain amount. But if you had like a jacket or something, you could just put it on and not have it in the bag and it wouldn't count. So like if you had a book in your hand, they wouldn't care. But if you put it into the bag, they would. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So like, like I had a lady who like in front of me or behind me or something who had a huge book. And so, like, her bag was overweight. And I was like, I can just hold it in my bag for you if you want, like, mine or something. And I was like, this is exactly what they warn you not to do on Locked Up Abroad. But it was fine because I offered. So, I was like, yeah. they're, they're probably not setting me up for yeah. some type of drug sting here. But uh, <laughs> that was kind of chaos going on, too. And I was like, who gives a shit, like, if the jacket is in your bag or on you? Like, it's people were just, plane. like, bundling up to get on the plane. That's weird. It was weird. People were, like, wearing jackets just to make sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, layering up. Oh my god! And it was warm. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, out on budget airlines, I guess. Yeah, I'd say spend the money. Pretty aggressive. Get out. Delta. Um, Ethan and I just finished watching Succession this week. Ooh. In or out? A hundred percent. Very in. Very in. I I haven't watched any of it, so I guess I'm out. But I saw a tweet that was like, um, "The Succession is." A show for people who watched Entourage, um, but are now ashamed that they liked watching Entourage back in the day. Well, I wouldn't say I'm ashamed. I'm not ashamed either. I'm proud to have enjoyed Entourage back I in the day. I started to watch Entourage season one with my friend last week. Oh, it's such a good show. Max hadn't like really seen it, I think. I've never all really of the people, Entourage. all of the people who uh, like shame people who've watched Entourage and liked it are just they're miserable people that have no fun in life. Yeah, Entourage is a fun show. It's a great show. It doesn't have to be like an artistic statement about something. It's just a show that you like to watch. I think people are angry because it was like on on HBO for six seasons, and right. it's like feels like it should be like it wouldn't be on HBO now. And towards the end, it started to get a little repetitive of like, oh, Vince is in trouble. It may not work out, and then it works out, and he's a movie star, and it's like, like okay, Ari's yeah. an asshole. Right. Like, yep. what's gonna happen? Yeah, yep. a lot of the it's just a lot of ups and downs like that. The movie was just like a. Just an extension. Yeah, it's just a big, long episode. Right. I'm a big fan of TV shows that come out with a movie. Uh, What's your best, the favorite one? 
Um, just like any of them, like, you know, the Sweet Life on Deck movies, just, you know, artistic <laughs> masterpieces. Uh, I've heard good things about the Breaking Bad movie. Oh. I watched half of it this week. I was half asleep, probably high, um, and, like, don't really Legally. know what happened in it. Uh, yeah, I, I want to watch it, but I kind of want to rewatch Breaking Bad. I know you don't have to, to, like... Like, I've seen Breaking Bad, and I guess there is a recap at the beginning. There is, but it's, like, fairly minimal. It's, like, a minute long. And I haven't watched Breaking Bad since I finished it, so I kind of want it. Yeah, yeah, like, when it came out. Oh, wow. So it's been a while. Somebody was like, oh, what's your favorite Breaking Bad episode? And I was like, I just remember that I liked it a lot. Like, (laughs) I don't remember specific episodes at this point. So, yeah, I got to rewatch it. It's not Game of Thrones. It's not Game of Thrones. I... This week had the thought, should I rewatch the final season of Game of Thrones? No. Wow, you would do that to yourself? I don't know. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> well, do now it. that I've removed myself from the hype of it, like, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was. No, it is. Kick it's bad. Home. We got into a... My house got into, like, a very, uh, like, strong gestures, lots of yelling, like a pretty heated intense... Debate. Heated debate about uh, Game of Thrones on Friday, which was... Uh, I said that I enjoyed the cinematography of the moment where Daenerys like walks out with the dragon wings like yes. waving behind her. And I yeah. was like, that's a sick moment. And they were like, no, it was trash. I hated it. We went back and forth for a good five I actually minutes. thought it was a little cheesy. See? All right. So this is... Yeah, and that's, that's the debate. And there's the debate. And I'm not getting riled up about it again. But I was just saying that they could have... My whole point was that like from a like strictly visual standpoint like the visuals the music that was cool and had they built it up with better plot it would have been a much bigger moment but it wasn't because they ruined the show well i watched the um documentary that they had do you watch the on how they made it yeah it was like an hour long or something that i don't think it was as long as an hour and a half um but it's interesting because so many people are working on it and like they're just there on the grind so like i appreciate the and I think that this is where they, they fell off. It's one of the places where they fell off on, on the final season was they were like, we need to go bigger. We need to do these huge battle scenes. We need to like make it this intense thing, which they did, but the plot sucked so much. Like yeah. it's really all the plot, like the, and the writing, like visually you can have complaints about like, okay, you can really see stuff in the Winterfell, whatever. Um, I mean, I thought the battle of Winterfell was not well done, but the, I couldn't see anything. I yeah. had a really tough time with it. People, I had a tough time with it, honestly. I didn't really understand where people were. Yeah. And I didn't really understand. Like, they kept cutting away from people. And you're like, okay, did that person die? And then you're like, what's happening on the screen right now? I think that's like, editing and storyboarding. Like, I, I appreciate that they were able to, like, do these big things and get all of this shit together. But it's like, it's just, you can throw all of this at a wall without any, like, a good plot or storyline. Fucking, what is it worth? Right. <laughs> you know, it's just a big mess. It's like yeah. when a studio will sink, like, you know, $200 million into, like, justice league movie and it goes through like reshoots and it just it gets fucked up too many too many cooks in the kitchen right yeah yeah Yeah. something like that yeah i mean it's it was it was very disappointing i i watched an episode of like uh season four a couple days ago that's a prime i I it's like it was one of my favorite episodes it's like the very last episode of season four mad shit happens what's going on that one what's it called so what's happening there is uh john is meeting with manserator right after they just had the battle at the the wall uh uh, um, castle block yeah then you have um Tyrion basically kills shay and his his father 
Right, and, right. Like uh, steals away and goes. Um, Spoiler alerts, but spo- it's been yeah. out for long enough. I mean, guys. Been... I mean, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones and I just then it don't for bother. You, yeah. I mean, you should have turned off the podcast a while ago. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Um, but yeah, that's just oh, Brienne also fights the Hound, so just like a lot happens that episode. Okay, it's okay, sick, yeah, dope, yeah. Early seasons, good. Yeah, last, I don't think I could rewatch the last two seasons. Really, the thir- the last three is when it was like season yeah. six was season good. six was okay. Yeah, but you can see like certain things. You can, start you can to see, see the a breakdown fall in apart. retrospect with with hindsight. With hindsight, which, which is, is season six, famously. Yeah, like Battle of the Bastards. What do you say? Season six, yeah, I think is yes. Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, that was season six. Yeah, so, so there still was Ramsay. There's still moments. like a like a serviceable villain. Um, I think that's the season where Cersei does the whole blowing up the keep. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the episode, episode after, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like that's a sweet scene. After that, I think. I mean, that's my opinion. Seven and eight is where it really just. Yeah. I feel like they were butchering Arya's storyline from that in season six, though. That's well, they had to keep her for the absolutely coming out of nowhere, killing the Night King for no reason. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I'm so surprised. I, I don't subvert expectations. <laughs> <laughs> we surprised you if you were following along the show. There was no hints to this. That's the whole point. Well, you guys convinced me now. I'm not rewatching the last. Okay. <laughs> You're just gonna stress yourself out. Yeah, this this is a, a recipe for disaster, right here. Um. All right, we good? Yeah. Let's call it. I think so. All right, short episode this week, guys. Uh, you can uh, catch us on wherever you get podcasts because you've you already listened to this one. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram at StatRatsPod. Um, and the website is StatRatsPod.com. You can like write in there and submit ideas or um, you know, numbers. DM us as well. Yeah, we'll uh get in touch. We're happy to get the uh, listener submissions. Thank you again, Tom, for your help. Thank you, Tom, for real. <laughs> All right, peace. See ya. Bye.